The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. G'day, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. It is I, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow us on Twitter, at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank. Now, I foreshadowed potential guests in the last episode, or, or perhaps another episode, in between the post-game of the Miami Heat preseason game. And you know what? I delivered. You're welcome. I'm joined by the wonderful... Cheddar Chaz, you know him from Spaces, you know him from Boot Crew. How are you going, mate? Good to have you on here. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. The Pelicans, they're back after the uh, the Siberian offseason, it felt like. The wasteland. It, um, uh, it was rough. Man. It was rough. It was How are you finding uh, having actual Pelicans basketball back? Um, you know, for a content creator, it's definitely a blessing. You're not, you know, <laughs> you're not just throwing stuff up against the wall these days. Uh, there's a lot of things to actually report on, uh, things to actually evaluate. So I'm, I'm happy they're back. I'm very happy. How about yourself? Yeah, man. It's, um, I'm glad it's, it was one of those times in my life where I would just scroll Twitter, hoping that some sort of skerrick of uh, basketball news was out there and uh, right. there wasn't. Much going on. Had to watch NFL, which I'm not a big NFL guy. Started getting right. into it because of this offseason. I've now neglected my uh, fantasy team already. So we're ready, gearing up for the uh, for the <laughs> basketball season. Uh, life comes at you fast, I tell you what. Um, yeah. Big season ahead. The, probably the headline, I guess. We might as well kick off with this, is, is Zion Williamson. We were mm. waiting, you know, the... The chosen son has, has has arrived and he's looking fantastic. What are your thoughts on uh, Zion joining this or rejoining this team? Man, he just looks really happy. He looks enthused. Um, you know, 198 million, potentially 230 million. That'll you know that'll really really get your juices flowing. Uh, <laughs> but he lo- he looks happy, man. He's always smiling. Um, looks to be in pretty good shape for you know for what we've seen. You know, it, we're just you know happy that he's back, he's healthy, he's motivated because, I mean, it's really, it's been a very tumultuous past couple of years, man. You got a lot of rumor, obvious injuries. You got things going on in, in room and innuendo about his camp, his weight. So it had to be tough on him just to do the thing you love and be back out there with your teammates. It has to feel great. For sure. And to do it at, I suppose, 22 years old, you know, the, I, I suppose yeah. 
I know people like, oh, you know, but he's a man, he's professional and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, well, I know what I was like at 22 and to be given yeah. that much money and that much pressure. I mean, gosh, it must weigh on you. And and you saw that a bit in those uh, interviews, I suppose, that he was giving afterwards where, you know, he had the mental issues and going through it, trying to find the positive in it all. And yeah, back with a vengeance this year, which, um, well, he looks like it so far. Obviously, a bit of rust in the first couple of preseason games. The first mm-hmm. one looked fantastic. Probably the last two, getting his legs under him, working out how to play with an array of different guys. What are you, what are your thoughts been? You, same line, he's a bit rusty, or yeah, you know, man, when you really think about it, it's like it's been over five hundred days. It's almost two years. Like when you really think about it, you're like, that's that's incredible. That's incredible in anything you do. Uh, basketball included, it's a perishable skill. So if you're not actively doing it continuously, playing against other NBA players, you're going to see a little rust. You're going to see guys, um, you know, struggle to find their way a little bit early on. But the thing that's been most impressive to me is the, the, um, the intensity as far as the effort. And things like that. You see him trying defensively. You see him trying to make things happen offensively. He's got to find his way. Eventually, I trust those shots to fall just because I've already seen it. You know, um, and I think give him a, a guy like that, you have to give him all the grace to just figure it out. Because, like I say, it's been over 500 days. It doesn't even seem like it's been that long. But then again, it does seem like it's been that long. <laughs> so it's just crazy. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. Well, we had an extra year of pandemic in between, you know. The last year yeah. feels like about 15. So, <laughs> I Man. mean, I don't know. It's been the quickest, but Man. also the the slowest year that we've had. So, right. it's, I don't know. But it's good to have him back. Um, that three-point shot in the uh, in the Spurs game. I was like, where did that come from? That was uh, that was delish. And uh, I was very impressed. Yeah. Get that going. It'll be I have to imagine he's working on that mid-range, everything. And I trust him to take a couple of those a game, honestly. Like, if he takes it, guys like that, I'm not mad at the shots they take. They've earned the right to take those, those types of shots. And he knocked it down. Hey, what can you do? That's impressive. Exactly right. And I think having that outside game all of a sudden makes the defender – to say, well, I don't have to stand back here because I know you're not just going to try to dunk on my head. You right. know, JV probably did that a bit more this year as well. I know not comparable athletes, but mm. start shooting those threes. All of a sudden, the defender has to come up on you, hits you with right. a pump fake, and and he's rolling past you. And I think he got a couple of baskets doing it. Well, a fair few baskets doing that this year. And being um, accountable from outside is game changer for Zion and. It'll make his job easier. He won't have to get belted every time he gets yeah. the ball. A- absolutely. And you know, they say even if you aren't making them that consistently, the threat of, of a guy taking that shot keeps the defenses honest a little bit, you know? So I think, hey, man, you you want to get better, you got to try things. And you try them in live game, you know, live action. So if he if he's able to add that, he can be a 30 six percent three-point shooter moving forward that would be incredibly impressive just because no one would have saw that coming at this point like it, it would it would open up so many things for this offense and his game particularly you know I'm, I'm a big zion believer so i think i think if he was to add that i think you'll see regular 50-point games from a guy like zion absolutely and you know, you see one go in, all of a sudden three goes in, and then you're well on your way to those 50 points and makes yeah. it easier than having to jump through 
10 blokes in, in the paint every right. time, for sure. <laughs> um, one thing we that I did notice in the first couple of games was the, I mean, I don't like to harp on the referees, but the, they are not calling those fouls on him uh, already, which in, in the middle of pre or the start of preseason, uh, it does not bode well for the season coming up. Yeah. Does he, do you think he just has to keep going at it, force you those fouls? Or You know, I think we saw some of this last year too, how the league, they wanted to start off early, not calling as many fouls. But when you see guys like James Harden suffering, and the LeBrons and the Lucas, it's like, oh, wait, maybe we need to get a little more generous with this whistle. Um, I think with Zion, the, the crazy thing with that is how he was barking at the reps. I'm like, I've never seen that side of him before. So I think what you see is a guy who's more comfortable in his own skin now, and he's going to start taking the rest of the task, and it's going to force them to make those calls. Of course, every call isn't going to get made, but I think even if they were missing calls on Zion, you can see Zion taking 14 (laughs) free throws a game. Even even when they miss calls, that's how how dominant of a force he is in the interior. I think he's going to force them to make those calls moving forward, though. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, those – well, that game that he was – was the second one, I think, and he had 12 free throw attempts. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, I only hit three of them. So, I think he was a bit <laughs> – in the post game, he was annoyed with himself about that. But right, right. Would be, but it's got to come. And I agree with you. I mean, last year, it was Damian Lillard, um, Trey Young. They just completely lost – averaging about 14 points or something because they just right. were not getting calls at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the uh, the internal memo came down from head office saying, let's just use that a little bit more to be good because uh, the fans yeah, like to It's not guys. the 80s. <laughs> like, you know, we, we, got, we got sponsors here. We need 100 yeah, yeah. point games. Like, what's going on here? These are $30 million athletes. Please stop. Yeah. Please stop. Yeah, Let yeah, him get respect. Yeah, like, come on. What are we doing here? Well, I think last game he only took two, right? I think he went one yeah. for two last game. Now, that's crazy. If you ever see that, now that's crazy. And like, he was there, talking. There's no way. Man. Yeah, he was talking to him. And I, I think, I do think um, him and even Willie, I, I think those guys are going to earn that reputation to where you're going to give these guys the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, Zion wouldn't just miss that shot. So he he was fouled. You know, yeah. you're going you're gonna to get that. You're going to get that at some point. You just got to be consistent with him. Yeah. And hopefully, as he, I suppose his clout continues to build with the refs going forward, I think in that relationship, that was what they always talk about, you have that relationship with the refs. Um, I think that will continue to go. I mean, he was he was angry at times. He seemed standing, oh, yeah, he was someone else was shooting a free throw and he was there just, that's easy stuff. What are you talking about? And he was yeah. clapping his hands and oh, I loved it. Oh, that's the attitude that you want from your star. You want that, right. I'm the best, give me the free throw. Especially when you see, it's a guy who isn't really that vocal. Like when you see him coming now, you're like, oh, "Wait a minute, this guy maybe he is a a bit of a killer." Like maybe maybe he does have that that side to him. He where he's gonna demand certain things, and that's all I've been hearing about this offseason with him in training camp. It's like, "Yo, this is a different guy mentally. Mentally, he he's ready." You know, in thirty an extra thirty five million will do that to you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, like you, you guys don't understand. I need to make all NBA right now. I need, I need these calls. Like this is my life here. Like so, yeah. Hey, you do a bit of damage with an extra thirty five mil. I tell you what. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You could. You you pretty good. You know, get you. Get you a nice, uh, build a nice garden, extra 35 million. <laughs> you could, <laughs> you could. Yeah. yeah, and a ride on lawnmower. Yeah, yeah you know, hey. 
man. Um, absolutely. One guy we haven't seen uh, yet in the preseason is our leader, I guess, in Brandon Ingram. Sorto, um, hopefully nothing more sinister going on, and it is purely that he's just worked out a bit too much and ding the toe up a little bit. Um, what are we looking forward to seeing? Have you heard anything if he's far off or any uh, any rumblings that he might be ready to roll? From what I've seen, I think it's more precautionary, just him, you know, kind of wanting to make sure he's 100% before he goes. Brandon is a guy who really likes to, from what I gather, he likes to make sure he's as close to 100% as possible before he gets on the court. Um, I think what I'm mostly looking for is for him to – get as comfortable as fast as possible. I, I'm one of those people who I, I felt like this season, this these preseason games were extremely important just because I know Brandon tends to struggle a little bit out of the gate when new high usage guys come onto the floor, right? I'm not worried about JV. He's professional. CJ is professional. Brandon's a professional, of course, but he tends to kind of not know exactly what to do when a high usage guy comes on the floor and, Zion, he, he, you can see he's out for blood. He's a, he's a good facilitator and all that, but Zion's out for blood. So we need, to, we need to get these guys on the floor as soon as possible so we can kind of figure out, you know, chemistry, who likes the ball and what spot, et cetera. Yeah, for sure. And we saw that with uh, the acquisition of CJ. It took what, four or so games before BI yeah. and, and CJ were comfortable playing together. And, and it took a bit of a, a sit down over a glass of wine and a meal and, and to work right. out how they want to operate. I suppose we have that little bit of benefit that he has played with Zion a, yeah. a year ago, but it is going to be interesting because we've got three guys that love to operate in that mid-range, close-to-the-bucket role uh, right. area. Um, so there's going to be an adjustment for sure. One thing I think that's going to really benefit Zion as well is Brandon's, I suppose, well, his reputation now after the the playoffs, they all talk right. like he's a top-20 player now, if not better. Um, which he showed he can hang with the best of them. Plus his uh, facilitation. I thought yeah. his passing ability just went through the roof in the last year. Do you think that's mm-hmm. going to help? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, when we first acquired Brandon, that was one of the things that when I went to go look at some of his Lakers film, I was really impressed about how much of a, a really good point forward he could be. Um, I think he knows, I think he's an unselfish player. He knows when to take the difficult shot. And he wants the difficult shot in the, in the big moments. But I think Brandon is a very solid facilitator. And I, I've actually seen Zion look really solid facilitating this year early in the preseason. Like, he's, he has some really incredible bounce passes to trade. Um, and CJ, we know he, he's, a again, a veteran. He's willing to do whatever it takes to fit in, knock down shots when he needs to. He's capable of 30-point scoring outbursts when necessary. So I think Brandon's facilitating with Trey Murphy – Zion, JV, CJ. I, I think you're going to see Brandon get about six, seven assists a night easily this season. Well, he's got plenty of weapons to pass to, I tell oh, you absolutely. what. <laughs> yeah. And and one highlighted in the last game yesterday, Trey Murphy. Mm. Six, what is he, six, ten, seven, one or something now? They can't, they yeah. We can just run up to seven foot now. <laughs> yeah. he's a, well, exactly. Yeah, nice round number. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's looking strong. He's looking, especially in this last game where they said, Mm -hmm. if you've got the ball, shoot, shoot it, you know, let it rip. Because when that happens, all of a sudden you've hit seven of them. You dunk it on people. That nice bounce pass from Zion with a little backdoor cut into a dunk. Oh, I mean, he looks like he could be that 
almost complete player in down you, it's not for, uh, unforeseeable to see that he could become a really top tier wing in this league yeah you know i'll say this man and this, this might be a hot take mm. but i think Trey murphy on another team starting on another team he's probably a 16 18 point a night guy I, I think he has that he's that great of a shooter in my opinion already and he's added this new quick release he, like yeah. i'm a big clay thompson fan so when you start showing me like clay thompson like skills plus his length defensively things he can do he's a great rebounder how he attacks the rim um one shot in particular that i thought was more impressive than all the streets yesterday was he got into uh got into the mid post and he done a little he did a little spin move like hook shot and I was like oh if he adds that uh, now now he's getting scary now it's getting a little scary so uh I I think he looked incredible yesterday man I, I have Trey penciled in as uh my closing five for a lot of nights this season. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, like you said, yeah, when he started operating in the post and I was sitting in a settle, be still my beating heart. I was like oh, he's got it yeah. all. But um, that's what you want to see from these young guys. You know, it sounds like this rookie class that we had that came in last year were just the hardest working, well, still are the hardest working people on the team. Yeah. And um, to see that development from from year one, you know, Trey sort of went through it a bit, looked like fantastic in summer league, had to improve his jump shot and get a bit quicker, came back and was instrumental in us uh, in that run towards the end of the year and, He's going to play a really big part, and we need everyone else on different teams to go away because we right. really like him. So please, stop. right, right. <laughs> like when you know when I look at Trey, Her, Jose, even Dyson, like guys who come in and you see like their body change. Like you've seen, like oh, they've been in the weight room. They, they, you know, like when I look at Jose now, I'm like, he looks totally different. He's yeah. even starting to look taller to me now. Like that's <laughs> that's how much like muscle I've seen I've seen him put on. And it's like, yo, guys, they aren't waiting until year 10 to go work with, you know, the the legends. No, Jose, he went to go work with uh, Tony Parker right away. Yeah. You know, these guys, they're, they're eager to improve. They want to win now. And that's what's the most impressive thing to me. Because when you're a guy like Jose, who, you're, you know, you have your contract for the next couple of years. Trey, you have your contract. Herb, you have your contract. You just, you just want to get better. You're thinking three and four years down the line, and that's very impressive to me to see with these young guys. Yeah, oh, for sure, they they really have that um, that drive to be great, and I think they see what we're building here as well. And I think they they realize this opportunity to come into a team like this that perhaps there is success on on the uh, horizon, and it comes down to making sure that your 15th guy is the equivalent of someone else's eighth guy. And that might not mean that you get um, all of the playing time that the eighth guy might get on a different team, but you're only as strong as your weakest part. And and to see right. those guys at the bottom or bottom dragging right. everyone else up, you know, that um, uh, I think that's great to see. And it's exciting for this team. Delegation of minutes though, is going to be Ooh, tough. Yeah. I mean, Willie Green, Second year at the helm, he's got a tough task ahead, don't you think? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I I don't envy uh I don't envy Willie's um his circumstance because I mean last year it was rough because you had a really lean roster with injuries and things like that. But you know Willie does seem to have an affinity for the veterans, and um sometimes man you just have to play the the best guy, the guy who gives you the best chance to win, and that's gonna be the young guys who you have equity in. Um, so I'm hoping 
not to see uh, some of the veterans we've seen in the preseason. And I hope we see more of, of Dyson. I hope we see, even if it's 10, 15 minutes here, I hope we see more of um, Trey. I, I don't think you can justify not playing Trey Herb this season. Yeah, like, I, yeah, so I just hope to see the guys that we're invested in, in moving forward into the future versus um, some of the guys we may play out of respect and loyalty. Yeah, I agree. And um, I mean, everyone so far has, well, for the most part, has played well. And and you can see that there's competition for spots. Willie said, if you want to play, you better earn it. Um, and we're seeing that, I think, further down the bench, guys, that may have got big minutes last year that we were screaming at the TV saying don't, um, have resurfaced. And perhaps that's just preseason. I'm sure the rotation will shorten as yeah. we go. And um, no doubt the the Twitter GM and coaches will jump on and, and quickly uh, petition the reduction of minutes of certain players, but uh, not to criticize their other input, but on court is, is difficult at times. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I would like <laughs> to see a lot more of Dyson and, and Herb and Jose and, you know, these younger guys that are coming through that, like you said, we're invested in and right. all well and good to be uh, decent this year. But mm-hmm. uh, you want sustained success. That's what they're all preaching, sustained success. Well, it comes down to you're getting these 19, 20-year-olds, and I suppose they're all pretty close to that, but give right. them the reps now so that you continue to be great. You you can build right. legacies. And, um, you know, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's how you build no. a, a consistent team. No, um, I, don't, I don't think you're getting ahead of yourself at all. I think that there came a point in time when Steph had to take over for Monte Ellis. Like, it was like, hey, you can't it's you can't have both of these guys here anymore um and it just comes a point with especially with this organization i think you don't want to be trying to thread the needle forever between development and competitive like being competitive um i think at a certain point you really have to just um you gotta you gotta jettison some some guys because if they're not a part of the future and it would be one thing if they were contributing to winning on the court mm. that would be one thing it would be more of a difficult decision to make when you're not necessarily seeing that you you kind of got to go with guys the your young guys because you don't want them to go and be having a second rookie year because they didn't get the reps their first year and uh, i thought i think we saw that with the kairas and mm. you know when you, you had the pandemic with jackson's even guys like zion who you know you just don't want to continue that trend um so yeah, I think sometimes you just have to jettison uh, some of the vets if they're not as um, productive as the young guys coming in. Yeah, for sure. And I think we have a bit of a, a, a glut, I suppose, for want of a better word, of guards at the minute. I know with Kyra coming back, I saw the footage of him. He looks incredible. He looks so fast. Um, now just working on getting that, um, uh, getting his confidence back, I suppose, get trust in the knee and, and the jump shot and, the actual yeah. basketball instincts back, I think, is what he was talking about. Uh, take a bit of time. But there seems to be a bit of a, a blockage there, you know, a bit of a bottleneck in terms of we only got so many minutes at the guard position. We've now got Jose, CJ, Devontae, Kyra coming back, Dyson, G-Temp plays there a little bit. Um, Even Herb plays the two a little bit. Two. Brandon plays the two a bit. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of guys that can that can handle the rock and there's only one ball and yeah. you don't need that many point guards. So I don't know who the odd man out is at this time. I, I think they're going to hold on to Kyra to at least give him the chance to 
to show what he's got. I think he's a bit of an unknown quantity, particularly because he played well right before he did his knee. It looked like it was going right. to be his best game ever, and then his knee exploded, which was just oh, head in my hands watching that because yeah. you want these young yeah. guys to succeed. I actually, and you know what was funny? I actually saw Kyra. I saw the light come on a few times with Kyra yeah. under in under uh, Stan Van Gundy. Mm-hmm. And maybe because he just had the opportunity to play. Like, there was a, a game, particularly against the Pistons in Detroit, where the team was getting blown out. And Kyra was the only one on the team who was still fighting yep. in that game. He was, you know, he was going back and forth with the Pistons and arguing and stuff like that. He just showed that he had the heart to uh, compete. Um, I think they're going to give Kyra every opportunity to, like, you know, regain some value, improve himself. Yeah. Um, I Honestly, I think if he was ready, I think he would get the nod over Jose initially just yeah. because of the investment, him being a top pick. Um, D. Graham, I think you have to kind of give D. Graham an opportunity to do what you initially signed him for, yeah. and that was play off of Zion. His catch and shoot numbers are really good. Um, and even if you wanted to move him, you would have to attach an asset. So you kind of have to give these guys a chance to regain some value. The great thing about Dyson, I think, especially defensively, he can play multiple positions, yeah. Herb multiple positions, Griff multiple. I'm sorry, Brandon multiple positions. Um, even Zion, Trey. But um, I still I do think you have too much of one thing in the backcourt. I, I would like to see uh that kind of the fat trimmed a little bit there mm. yeah particularly small guards i suppose uh, i think we've got a whole heap of guys around i mean small but you know six foot six foot one six foot two there's right. dyson becoming in at six seven i think helps a little bit but then you've also got to be able to find him minutes to allow him to right. develop um for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'll tell you one thing. I mean, I'm biased about Dyson because, uh, listen to me, but um, <laughs> he, he, uh what I've seen from him, we knew coming in, his jump shot was was a bit skew if, you know, that's that was yeah, not work a, in progress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's a word for it, <laughs> a phrase. And you know, we had Fred Vincent, he's working his behind off getting that right, and the form looks okay. But what I didn't expect was his hunger to get the ball and his defensive instincts. I knew he was a good defender. I didn't realize that he was so cool and collected that he's just like, I'll just take that. Thanks. I'll just rip it out your hands. Like whatever. He's so much stronger than I anticipated. And um, that's really caught me with guard. Uh, What do you think of Dyson? This is the Dyson fan club over here, by the way. (laughs) You know, initially when the pick was uh, being made, I was Mm. a little, well, I'm not even going to say a little, I was very skeptical just because when I, I think about teams in the playoffs, I, I really have an affinity for dynamic guards, like guys like the Jabba Rand. So even um the the Colin Sexton's, like when the game slows down, they're just moving a little bit faster than everyone else. Jalen Brunson, you know, this those quick yeah. twitch guards when um when teams tend to lock in and kind of shut you down scoring. Um with Dyson, 
I've always saw Dyson as a connector wing. And when I went to go watch a lot of footage on him, I'm like, yo, this guy's defensively, he's he's gonna be really the word I used was good. Yeah. Now, what from what I'm seeing in the preseason, oh, he's great. He, he's yeah. gonna be some would say. I've heard people use the word elite already mm. just because like the guy, his professionalism, his understanding defensively, as far as when to switch, when to pass off, when the, um, how he's the rotate. And you know, of course, team defense is going to be, you know, a bit of a thing going into this season, everyone working together and finding that chemistry. But I think Dyson defensively right now, it's even if he, he's Herb Jones is, protege yeah. right you couldn't ask for a, a better tandem than her no. jones and dyson right now in a, especially in a division where you got to go at luca john yeah. morant green and houston you know you, you got some serious guards out west the warriors you know even chris paul and from what i've seen from dyson defensively in the preseason already oh i'm extremely impressed like i'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing him take on some of those challenges yeah, and me too. And I, one of those things about Dyson going to the G League is that we just didn't get to see him in Australia at all. They don't broadcast it. You don't get to see much of it unless you go looking for it. So mm-hmm. it's a bit of an unknown quantity, even to me, who sort of follows the Aussie basketball pretty heavily down here. Um, to see and to hear him speak, I think I watched a few interviews with him and the – he doesn't sound like a 19 year old. He sounds like he's media trained. He's, he responds um, like with proper answers. He he's considered. And then you see him on the court and that sort of comes through. He's considered right. about what he's doing. You know, he said, we come on, he had the adrenaline in the beginning. He was a loose chicken or whatever he said. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, that, uh, that I think he can understand. Then all of a sudden yeah. he settles into the game and he's closing close games and making some of the biggest plays. So right. hopefully his ankle's um, nothing too serious, and no doubt that's probably precautionary. He looked like he tweaked it a little bit, but um, we'll see what happens there. Uh, so what going forward? I mean, that was probably hitting on a lot of the the main guys. I didn't talk about CJ, but that's all right. Um, what's your prediction for this year? I mean, if you could look into the... Uh, into the uh, the universe, and how do you think this team's going to go? Man, I think uh, you know, help permitting, help permitting. I think this team could win about fifty games, uh, considering our history with help. I, I think it can be about a forty-five win team, and I say that because I think the sum of our team's parts are better than teams past, but I do think there still has to be a lot of, um, I guess, uh, hesitancy would be the word because of the, our injury history. Um, I I think, I think I've only had, I, my personal opinion is that CJ and uh, I'm sorry, Brandon and Zion will only play 50 games as a tandem. Right. But the great thing is you got a guy like JV, who to me is the X factor a lot of times. You have Trey, you have Herb, whose offense is, you know, proven to be better than even a lot of people expected. You have your CJ. I think this could be a 50-win team, but I'm going to I'm gonna say 45. I'm going to say 45 just to be safe. Help committee. 
Yeah, I think I think you're spot on. And I, I suppose what makes me nervous is that we're having these silly little injuries now. And I know already you know, people yeah. are longer <laughs> with these precautionary, you know, it's preseason. But I just want everyone to go into the season healthy. That's all I want. Just have one yeah. game at the start. We go. This is what we've got because if you can get them all right for, you know, March, April, when you really, if you do, unfortunately, fall towards playing area, that right. you're competitive then because you want to be you know you don't want to be early ripe early rotten you want to be right at the end you know that's the um that's the goal because you don't win championships in in october but i'm i hope we get that 50 win i I feel like we have if i look on paper comparing to anyone else in the west i think we can hang Mm. with the best of them i'm scared of i'm scared of the nuggets um and they're beyond that there's some good teams. There's the Clippers. There's uh, the Suns will probably hang around a bit again. Dallas uh, looks all right, but I'm not. I'm not scared of them like I'm scared of that Nuggets team that's been together. Um, I right. think Jokic is just so much better than everyone else uh, at that position, and most guys on the court. That in the West, it, it's tricky, and I think the Nuggets are going to be a big, um, a big factor this year in, in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and that was, that's the team to me that I'm like, hey, y'all got to remember what Jokic did last year without any help. Mm. Like, Jokic, Jokic is a bad man. But, you know, like they always say, and of course we're not rooting for this, but yeah, some, sometimes sometimes you're going to get the injury luck. You know, there, yeah. there has to be a point in time where, you know, the injury guys, you know, basketball guys, they show favor to you. Um, and I do think, man, if healthy, I'm not scared of anyone. If no. healthy, but that, yeah. that's just the thing. You gotta stay healthy, and uh, that's all. If the if you told me this year that the team was gonna be healthy, I'll say, oh, we're a Western Conference Finals contender, right? I, I would yeah. I would pencil us in, but I, I wouldn't even have to see us play a single minute. I would mm. I would pencil us in. And to your point, um, yeah, you don't want to peak early in the season. You, I would much rather be the Celtics than the Bulls last year. Yep. Remember last year early, people was trying to blow the Celtics up and the Bulls were the Eastern Conference favorites. And boy, how that turned, you know, and it's just crazy. It's crazy how fast things could happen. Um, but, you know, the West, I think the West is going to be tough, well, interesting this year. Yeah. Uh, you got Portland with Dame coming back. You even got the Kings. I'm looking yeah. for as many teams to be better than the Lakers as possible. <laughs> I just need everyone to be better than the Lakers. So, well, all those guys have added added players. You know, Kings yeah. have got some some bonus. Um, Portland just added Jeremy Grant, who's an all star. Yeah. Um, he's and looking, Dame's coming right? back. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a, always a bonus, isn't it? Um, right. You add a guy like that, and. A little bit quiet in his last preseason game, but it's not going to take long before that bloke is nah. just ruining people's afternoons. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and you know, and they got hell. some teams. You know, you know how the seasons always start. You got those guys. They start off hungry. You know, OKC. Mm. You know, some of these. What matter of fact, I don't know because I I did hear that Shea has an an M, a sprained MCL. Right. Yeah, he's out. So yep. may, yeah, so maybe they'll start off a little. You know, a little raggedy. We'll see because, you know, early in the season, everyone thinks they can win. Everyone yeah. has pride early in the season. Around December, January, all that goes away. Well, they, <laughs> they start goes looking away. at that seven-foot-five Frenchman sitting on the sitting yeah. in France there doing everything. Um, that's yeah, when I'll be looking. For, I can go for a little uh, women yama. Yeah, yeah. Well, why not? Why not? Yeah, it's middle of January. We're, yeah. we're about 30, uh, probably 25, 30 wins. Ooh, we could win 60 next year with that guy. Like, nah, Shay, you, you sit down. Yeah, take a load off. Take, 
Yeah, take a load off. You know, you've been working hard. You look tired yesterday. Don't 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 bother. You know, get back to Canada. Go on, go on have a, yeah, go, go on have a go rest. Family. <laughs> exactly right. No, it is. It is hundred percent like that. Now, one guy I want to finish off with um, before we get out of here, and I appreciate all your time, and I get criticized oh, all the time because I don't talk about this guy enough. Is Herb Jones? Mm. Got to talk. I, everyone listening out there, I'm talking about Herb Jones. All right, I usually <laughs> it's for himself. All right, guy comes in, second round pick, older, older, twenty four. Oh, to be twenty four again. Um, <laughs> he comes in, game translates straight away. Starting second game of the season, unreal defensive capabilities. Gets a three point shot. Let's just let's just talk about the the church of Herb Jones. What are your thoughts on Herb and and what can he do this year? Man, I, I I'm you hearing it here first. I think Herb is going to force the team to make some very interesting decisions moving forward because you have a guy, you have a, a defensive a potential defensive player of the year candidate on a second round player's contract for like, yeah. for the next what three years. Yeah. I think he's incredible. I think he's wise um beyond his years. Uh, I think he's worked on his body, worked on his offensive game. Before he got hurt in that first game, he was a terror. Yeah. Uh he came back yesterday against Jason Richardson or Josh Richardson rather. Yeah. He terrorized them all night. Josh Richardson couldn't do anything. I think Herb I really think Herb is better than a lot of us even realize, man. I, I think Herb has a little Scotty Pippen to his game. He can facilitate. He can defend. He can he can play the four. He has a little more size than Dyson, so he's probably going to be better against longer fours. But I, I think Herb is is going to be really good. And the, and the greatest thing about Herb right now that you got him in the second round, and he's on a cheap contract, and he's willing to do anything it takes to win. He sees him. Came into the league season. Well, we gave him that uh, Scotty Pippen contract, even you know, we'd lock him in early, and then all of a sudden yeah. he becomes an absolute, <laughs> absolute weapon. But um, sitting on the bus, he <laughs> don't, don't want to get off the bus. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. But I suppose the difference is is that this bloke doesn't seem to have any ego oh. whatsoever. He just loves to play basketball. He's like, oh, I'm getting paid all right, and um, yeah, pretty right. good, and we're winning, and. I'm awesome at everything, and then I'll go and fish in Alabama, and life's pretty good. I mean, simple life, and uh, right. happy happy to have him on the team. Uh, Chaz, thank you so much for joining us. Where can we find you? Can you give us a plug of everywhere and what's coming up? And uh, yeah, that'd be yes, uh, new show every week. Hot takes with Chaz on Boot Crew Media. That's available on YouTube. Everything, Twitter, TikTok is at Chatter Chaz. You know, a lot of people like to. You know, get online and give me a hard time. Like, I consider myself to be objective. A lot of a lot of people think I'm a negative guy. But uh, you know, this ad chatter chat. I love I love discourse, uh, love conversation, and uh I expect to be very active in the spaces this year. I think this is gonna be a great season. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Guys, this has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. Follow the show at Ethos Pelicans at Lyle Swithenbank. Stay safe and uh, bye for now. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.